You're watching Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Brought to you locally by Starcord Mall. <laughs> It's Glen Ellen Anderson, everyone's favorite strange mean girl, Nicole, and you're listening to the Upside Down Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And guys, we just wanted to say thank you so much for your support. This is our third season of the podcast. We started the idea for it back in 2016, and here we are in 2019, and strangely enough, we are still doing it because <laughs> we were kind of asked to do this podcast, as you guys know, and we were like hesitant, and we went ahead and we did it, and it's been a lot of fun, so thank you for that. We also wanted to say thank you. You guys know that we're consistently like 10-8, 10-8, 10-8 followers. Over the holidays, somehow magically, we gained 500 followers. I don't know what happened. We didn't get a lot of shares, but we are now currently at about 11.3. So thank you. That's very exciting for us. We also want to say thank you to all the local podcasts and indie podcasts out there that have been following us and supporting us. We're going to do the same for you. If you guys want to go to BuzzFeed right now, they are doing their annual What Are Podcasts That Are Underrated That You Should Be Listening To. We were on that list last year. Number 12 on the list, but number one in the category for TV. Number one this year. I don't know if we should be entered, but if you want to enter us, we would love it. Search BuzzFeed 2019 Podcast You Should Be Listening To. Any promotion that we can get, we would be thankful to get it. So there it is. Next, we wanted to let you guys know there is a lot of Comic-Con news. There are a lot of Stranger Things actors that are going to be touring and going to different events. You always ask us throughout the year and we never know. So we went ahead and did a little research and here it goes. Start saving your pennies right now because these are expensive. (laughs) First up is Pensacon. That is in Pensacola, Florida. If you guys know the podcast, you know that's where we met Glenn Allen for the first time. That's going to be happening February 22nd through the 24th in Pensacola, Florida. Tickets are on sale right now. Current Stranger Things guests include Kat and Randy and I believe that Glenn Ellen might be there too I think they're doing a repeat because that was a few years ago it was a great time we really enjoyed it the prices are reasonable I think it's like 20 bucks for a picture with Kat and Randy and one for Glenn Ellen I mean it's the best and it was fun it had like a lot they had a lot of really great guests I think we saw Johnny from uh, the Karate Kid there yeah two happening March 14th through the 17th is Emerald City Comic Con that's in Washington State that is gonna have Caleb Gayton and everybody calm down Finn's going to be there. So, (laughs) Finn. It's so weird that that it's like that now because, like, the first con that we went to, we met Finn, and there was no one in his line. Yeah, Spooky Empire 2016, the first kind of gathering of the Stranger Things folks, there was a lot of people in every line but Finn's, and we were like, we should go stand in Finn's line because nobody's in his line, but that has drastically changed. The third con that's going to be coming up, actually, I did those out of order, but it doesn't matter. The next con coming up is Wizard World Cleveland on March 8th through the 9th. I don't know who the guest is going to be, but they've stated that they're going to have a Stranger things announcement so keep your eye posted on that and that's wizard world cleveland and the next one is stranger con so you guys know stranger con has already been happening but they've added some new locations and some new dates now tori and i have poo-pooed stranger con in the past only because when you look online it's just such an enormous rate to go to this con i mean we've been to big cons like dragon con and the prices are nowhere near the level of stranger con prices now maybe the experience is great a lot of you have told us that it is and a lot of you have told us that it is not and we've gotten more is not than is but that said we recently got a message from mama loves calpurnia you guys might follow her she's a fellow stranger uh in the feed and she went to stranger con in nashville i believe and she had the best time so you know for all those naysayers let's let's hear what megan has to say 
So I went to StrangerCon in Nashville at the Sheraton Music Hotel this past weekend. And it's truly, it truly was one of the best experiences of my life. I did the VIP package, so I got everything included, you know, photo ops, I got to the front of the line, autographs, um, the gold panel, all the panels were included. We got the VIP lounge, and I did it with like eight other people. And I've never met, I've never met these other people. I, I was, I, I came by myself, because um, I am an adult fan, so I am over 30, and I thought that I was gonna be the only adult fan there. I, I couldn't have been more wrong. There were fans of all ages. In, and, and so many adult fans as well, so that made me feel more comfortable. But I got to truly bond with these other fans, um, especially in our VIP section. Um, there were kids and adults, and we laughed about things, we cried about things, we shared our love for the show, we got to meet the actors for 10 minutes apiece, and that was, that was a lot of fun. We got to ask some questions. Um, unfortunately, they couldn't tell us anything about season three, obviously for contractual purposes, but they did tell us about, you know, awkward fan experiences. I think Shannon had mentioned that one fan asked her to talk to his puppet, which was the most hilarious thing I ever heard throughout this entire convention. Um, Millie, Millie, if, if there's one word I can describe about Millie is strength. She loves her fans so much. And with the negativity that had been going on online about her, she does not care. What she does is for her and her fans and her family and her platform. And she wants to set an example for these kids. And she is a true role model. And she loves each and every one of her fans. She truly does. And she made that very clear. She, she hugged every single one of us in that room, and I got a hug from Charlie, and he gave the tightest bear hug I've ever gotten from, and I, I was like fangirling over Charlie. <laughs> um, and he and I had a nice conversation about Atlanta United while Millie was like talking to the other kids in that room. Um, let's see, what else? Chester is, oh man, Chester is a hoot. He's so interactive with these fans. Uh, we were at karaoke night and the machine broke down and he just got the crowd roaring while they were attending to the technical issues. I mean, he brought out his phone and pulled up the music himself and was singing along with all these kids. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. The Q&As were excellent. The panels were excellent. We, I, I learned a lot about these actors and the making of this show. Noah is extremely kind and I was first in line for the photo op with Noah and I was, I was really nervous because this is my first time meeting Noah and he, you know, he, he got there and he turned to me and he's like, all right, let's do this. Let's get our picture taken. Yeah. And I'm just standing there like shaking and he just comes over, just gives me this big bear hug and he's like, okay, breathe. It's okay. And then he looks at me. He's like, okay, what pose do you want to do? And I, I told him I wanted to do the annoyed sibling look and he's like, perfect. And you know, we, we did that pose and it was, it was excellent. And um, he's, he's really nice. He did talk about his, um, I had a question about um, the transition from Will Byers to the possession of being possessed by the Mind Flayer. And he said it was a very hard process, but an extremely you know, valued process because it's something that he will take with him forever. Um, he, it taught him focus more than anything because he had to literally 
sit there and and just pretend that the monster was right in front of him and coming into him so that you know he could play the possessed role and he said it was an, it, it was a challenging process but in the end it it was amazing it worked out well um, he we did talk about his late night Instagram post which his dad was sitting over by the wall shaking his head it just like I, I want to say disapproval but Noah had made a comment um, in the meet and greet about you know if we sleep eight hours we're losing 33 years of our life and I'm sitting there looking at Noah like Noah you say that now but when you're an adult you're gonna need those eight hours of sleep trust me Overall, this has been one of the best experiences of my life. There's so much I can tell you about this whole weekend, but it would just turn into a half hour um, segment of me talking about every single tidbit of this convention. But I am planning to go next year. I want to experience this again. And I encourage you all that are listening to do the same. You've got plenty of time to save up. It's worth every penny. Even if you just go for the day, it's, it's completely worth it. You know, these, these kids are amazing, the show is amazing, and, and I, this is an experience that I will forever hold with me in my heart for the rest of my life. Okay, so, you know, if you're into StrangerCon, she highly recommends it. And here are the dates. Are you ready? We got New Jersey on May 4th. We got Chicago on July 12th. We've got Dallas on November 16th. And everyone, get excited. They just announced Atlanta on December 14th. It's a full year away. Yeah, so, but it's so save expensive, you, you got to save your pennies. And it looks like right now the confirmed guest for each of those events is Millie, Noah, Caleb, and Chester, which is cool because it means they added Caleb on. Uh, no Brett Gellman and no uh, Mrs. What? Wheeler. No Mrs. Wheeler. I'm just saying, those are the two steady people that are generally at each con and they're not and they're not going to be at the cons this year right now as of the official listings it looks like the new members are Chester who I know was a fill-in for a cancellation last year and people really enjoyed him as you heard Megan say on her audio clip and also Caleb which we can't recommend meeting Caleb highly enough talk to you for like 10 minutes it's ridiculous and it's like such a genuine connection but you guys know you know how we feel I would guess that the Atlanta comic-con will most likely add Shannon and Priya because they're local maybe even Randy and Kat because they're local and who knows probably sell out the fastest seeing as it is Atlanta (laughs) yeah and who knows about season three you know season three will have premiered by then so maybe there's some other local Atlanta actors that are going to be on the ticket we don't know yet but if you come we're coming back (laughs) yeah he he was fun but keep that keep looking out for that because that's going to be a fun event so New Jersey Chicago Dallas Atlanta next is the Warsaw Comic Con that's in Poland but if we have any listeners Oh, yeah, right. We I have love Joy Division. That is so expensive. <laughs> if anybody wants to go to that, if you're in the area, it's May 31st through June 2nd. And the guest right now is Kara. I don't know how you say her last name. Buono? How do you say it? Buono. Mrs. Wheeler. I think it's Buono. Mrs. Wheeler. She's going to be there. So if you're in the area. And also, I think that their feature is like an all-star vampire diaries thing. So if you're into that, she's going to be there and they're going to be there. And then lastly, Dragon Con. So Dragon Con takes place here in Atlanta, August 29th through September 2nd. They don't have a lot of their guests announced right now, but Tori and I can tell you that that is a they massive con if you want to come you need to buy your hotel now yeah. or in the next two months because literally all five to ten hotels in that area are 100 percent booked like june and we still couldn't get it yeah
Yeah, and it's expensive. I mean, it's like 275 a night. It's worth it. I mean, those hotels are glamorous and beautiful and they've got like a million restaurants and you're, I would say go to the Marriott. If you could pick one, the Marriott's the best. Mm-hmm. It's got this beautiful elevator. They have all these parties there. They have live oh, I shows. Love so much. That's where all of the panels usually are on the third floor. And it also has a rooftop connection or not a rooftop, but it's got like a, a, a pathway from the Marriott into the Hilton. So those are two great hotels. I would say Marriott first, just based on our experience and then Hilton. That is the most expensive, but it's worth it. And Dragon Con's prices are pretty affordable. They're Photo ops are a little bit more expensive than usual, but still less than StrangerCon. So keep an eye on that because I would imagine they will get some Stranger Things guests. Last year they had Gaten and Caleb. That was their first round. But I mean, they just have really great guests. We met Evangeline Lilly and yeah. Stan Lee. Rest in peace, buddy. <laughs> I feel yeah, so bad. Was yeah, that was a Dragon Con. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, because we took the photo with him and he yeah. was asleep, and he was sleeping. <laughs> And poor Stan. He's such a nice guy. And he oh. and they and he told us we could come back and take another one. And we should have kept the sleeping one because it was it, wouldn't a, let us. it was actually funnier. Well, I think they felt bad for us and they were like, get another one. Like they we should have kept it instead of doing the retake. Yeah. But yeah, we've met great John Cusack. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've met great people there. It's really fun. We can tell you that if you go to Dragon Con and there is a Stranger Things person there, you're gonna have to set up shop if you wanna be in their panel because that thing was around the building. People waited for like four hours to and see them. We didn't go. Yeah, we didn't go because we couldn't we couldn't get in. We tried. They have an offshoot where you can wait if you weren't in the line to kind of fill it up. And those rooms are huge. They fit so many people and we could not get in. We were so there for like 15 minutes and people were just walking in. Like it was, that was it. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? It's okay. We've seen Gaten and we've seen Caleb like thrice. We've seen them several times now. We've heard a lot of the same stories and heard people ask the same questions. So for us, it wasn't that much of a panic. But for the people that were standing next to us with the their little kids, it was a problem. We Sean Astin. We, that was Atlanta Comic Con. Okay. So San Diego Comic-Con is very like, um, I don't know what the right word is, but they're they're very, they want to keep their name. They don't want other states using the word Comic-Con unless it like is actually affiliated with them. So Atlanta Comic-Con is actually a branch of San Diego Comic-Con. It just started, I think, last year, and that's why they had so many great guests. That's where we met Carrie. That's where we met Leah Thompson. There was a lot of people, the, some of the Harry Potter kids were there. You know, Daniel Ratcliffe has been in Atlanta filming a movie or a TV show. Really? Yeah, we missed him. What's up with that? But anyway, that's a great con. The dates are usually in July through August. I did look at their site, but I didn't mention them because they didn't have any kind of posting about Stranger Things guests coming. I kind of looked for places that said they were definitely going to be there. But again, that happens in the summer, so you never know. I mean, always keep your eye on every con. The big cons are probably going to have somebody from there, like San Diego Comic-Con. 100% it's going to have something going on because the show is going to be coming out that year. So, you know, but these are some guaranteed ones that you can definitely go to. So Emerald City Comic-Con, Pensacon, Wizard World Cleveland, Stranger Con in many states, Warsaw, and Dragon Con. So get excited. Okay, so now what you're all here for. On December 31st, 2018, at midnight, the second teaser trailer was released. The first being the Scoops Ahoy with mm-hmm. Steve and Robin. This one was pretty interesting because I hadn't really seen anything about it. And then all throughout the day on December 31st, we started seeing posts that were like, check out 5WIYZ Hawkins, Indiana, which is the Stranger Things newscast tonight at midnight. And then Randy posted the logo and said, hey kiddos, you know, watch it tonight at midnight while you're watching your New Year's Eve party. And so immediately, within the 24 hour period people were freaking out they're like oh my god we're getting a trailer and we didn't get a trailer we didn't get a trailer we did not get a trailer 
I stayed up till midnight. I was sleepy. I didn't care about bringing in the new year. I wanted to go to bed. I went to sleep because I told Tori to stay up. <laughs> I did. And I was like freaking out and I couldn't find it. And then my friend's brother was like, oh, they just said that they announced the day that it's coming out. And I was like, great. See, we don't have cable because we just don't. We But we do watch a lot of TV like Netflix, Hulu, that kind of thing. So in order for us to watch something live like the Golden Globes or New Year's Rockin' Eve or whatever, we have to watch, watch it the through. Day after. Yeah, we have to either like buy it so we can do a live stream like via Hulu or we just have to wait and I was just like you know what I'm gonna wake up and the minute it's posted every 12 year old in America (laughs) is gonna have downloaded it and streamed it to their page so I'll just watch it when I got up so we did we watched it and here is what we learned the trailer starts like you're watching Dick Clark's New Year's Eve Rock and Eve to ring in 1985 and at the bottom it says brought to you by Starcourt Mall then it goes to Dick Clark starting the countdown with static bursts. It's like kids that are listening to our podcast back back in the day. Yeah, TVs don't do that anymore. <laughs> you used to have to like, I don't even remember because I was a kid, but you used to have to like turn these like knobs and it would be like staticky for certain channels and then you would hit on, land on one and then it would be a channel. So that's not even something that happens today. They're probably like, oh, it's the, sorry, it's the Demogorgon. <laughs> no, it was just a weird staticky thing that used to happen, but that's what happens. And in between Dick Clark doing the countdown and fading into a computer hack that shows the words, when blue and yellow meet in the west which you'd have to like pause it to see it which we did but it was really quick and then it goes back to the countdown and then it shows another kind of computer hack screen and it says Lynx Corp and the silver cat feeds and then back to the countdown again with 10 seconds left and it kind of starts to do the countdown 10, 9, 8 and in the background you hear baby Mike little baby Mike screaming 11 back in old days they took like season 1 because now he's like um Mike (laughs) in Calpurnia but so he's like 11 that's what he says I'm Mike now Finn and then it goes to the fireworks and it says one summer can change everything and I kind of got goosebumps when I saw that I was like oh yeah not because I was just like that's such an exciting tagline because I was like I'm so excited to see this show seven months and then it said July 4th 1985 Ooh. and quickly ticked up to July 4th 19 no that's not right July 4th, 4th, 4th <laughs> 2019 with the Stranger Things logo so we are gonna dissect this in a moment But first, we also want to talk about the consecutive release of the new Stranger Things poster. I don't think it's like the official poster because it's not a Kyle Lambert-based poster, to my knowledge, because he generally posts everything that he does. And we're like best friends with him. No, I'm just kidding. But we are, we we do talk to him and I just don't think that that's it. It did give us some cool information. Did Kyle do the poster that was like the, them looking up at the... No. That's why I think it's not the official poster. No, but that was the official poster. Well, it is, but it's not. Like, they have the official artwork that they use on, like, the DVDs. Like, that that kind of thing. It's like Millie or Eleven when she was doing the hand thing, and then she did it again with the curly hair, and then who knows? Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm sure it'll be something to that effect, but he always posts, like, a a lead-up to it, like a little eyeball of one of the characters or something, and he didn't do that. So I think this is one of the knock... Not a knockoff. It's a great poster, but I just don't think it... posters for one TV show. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, the official, official one. Let's talk about the poster. On the poster, we see... Will, Dustin, Mike, Eleven, Max, and Lucas. No Erica, not yet. Will looks very worried. He's looking mm-hmm. back at the camera or, you know, he's looking back at us. Dustin looks like he's having a great time. I also noticed that he has a headset on, which makes me think that Susie, do you copy the first episode is definitely going to be about the kids on the walkie talkies. Yeah. But he looks oblivious. He looks just like, he's like, yeah, Same fireworks. Yeah. Eleven looks worried. Uh, Max looks like she's fine. Max is having fun. She's just looking straight up at the fireworks. You can see her skateboard off to the side. Lucas looks like he just showed up. 
up. It's a pretty interesting pose if you really kind of eyeball each of the characters and try to figure out what's happening. Lucas kind of looks like he's just jumped off his bike and he's kind of, the way his arms are flinged a little bit, it kind of looks like he's running towards Max. I don't know if he's running just like to get there in time to see the fireworks or if he's running to protect Max, but it, right. it's a very awkward pose. Like Dustin is pointing up to the fireworks and Max is looking at the fireworks and Will is looking back. Like it's very staged and so for Lucas's to kind of be in motion, it's a little bit, it's interesting. It's like there must be a reason right. behind it. But they are on a hill and they're overlooking, a, it looks like they're overlooking a carnival. We heard rumors that there was a carnival shooting in Atlanta. I don't know if that was Stranger Things related, but if you remember, there was a time where Tori and I were like driving on the highway and we constantly saw this tiny carnival from the highway. Yeah. And we were like, where is this carnival? Right. What is this thing? Like I've never, there's no ads for it anywhere. We couldn't figure out how to get there. Yeah. We had no idea that it could possibly be related to Stranger Things. I have pictures of it because I took it from the highway when I was sitting in traffic. Like, because I was like, I want to go to a carnival yeah. and maybe it was the Stranger Things carnival because it kind of looks like the carnival in the poster. Although that could just be, you know, whatever. Right. But this was this random carnival in town that you could not go to. So it would be interesting if it was just right there in the public and just right. like nobody knew what it was. In the front, you also see it's very magical. Like straight ahead, you see fireworks and lights and this beautiful carnival scene. And then behind them, it looks like they're looking at the upside down. If you really look at the ground, you know, you can't really tell when the poster is at its base form. But if you go into Photoshop, oh, which I did go into Photoshop, you brighten it up. Then you can see like there's a lot of rats on the ground there. It looks like... Like, I don't know if it's arms or something, but you can definitely see there's like a red texture that looks like the upside down, just like kind of the weird texture. So it's like in front of them is magic and behind them is something's going down. So that's interesting. I'm also curious, like, where are they at? It does not look like Hawkins. Like Hawkins yeah. isn't this big. Did they travel somewhere? <laughs> yeah, like it, it looks huge. Like the carnival scene below looks really, really big. And I don't know if it's because it's mixed in with the city lights, but I just was thinking that's so big for yeah. Hawkins. Like that doesn't, that's not what a Hawkins carnival would look like, but I bet it's probably just the poster, but when you watch it, it'll be like very small and sweet. Okay, so that was our breakdown of the poster. The poster's very clean and clear and it doesn't, I, I didn't see a lot of hidden, hidden meanings in it other than, you know, Will looking back. The 11 thing. looking back and Mike kind of looking at 11 if you look close his nostrils are kind of flared and his eyebrows kind of furrowed like he's worried and of course 11's in yellow no 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 she's in blue yeah. and he's in yellow but you know when they met in season one she was in yellow and he was in blue mm -hmm. so I think I read somewhere that ever since then the costume designers have just kind of been playing with those colors and then maybe it just somehow got worked into the storyline yeah but we're gonna do a trailer breakdown right now if you search ABC 1984 1231, you can actually watch Dick Clark's New Year's Eve show, which is the show that they kind of use in the beginning of the trailer that they flip back and forth through. Now, I don't imagine that you will want to do this, but for you guys, I did this, okay? <laughs> I downloaded this hour-long New Year's Eve special from 1984, counting down to 1985. Jesus. And I have to tell you, it was quite enjoyable. <laughs> it was weird. It was very weird because we don't really watch a lot of the New Year shows now. Like we'll either do fireworks or we're just like, we, we're real we chill. Our kitchen clock, like. Yeah, we're real chill because Kilby is sick. So we don't want to be out driving around with her. So we always do some kind of big family event, but we don't really, you know, whatever. But this was interesting because it was a far cry from like today's specials that are very like highly produced and crisp and clean. It's basically like Dick Clark is in New Year's Eve in a New York Times Square and he's just standing there in like this trench coat. 
And then they flip over to Las Vegas and then they're in this like giant ballroom. And like now they go to like different ballrooms, but right. in this, the whole thing takes place in this ballroom. But it's actually not sponsored by the Starcourt Mall. It's, what? It's sponsored by the movies Johnny Dangerously and The Flamingo Kid and of course, Dr. Pepper. Which I thought was really funny because I haven't had Dr. Pepper in like since I was like eight. I'm sorry, y'all. Dr. Pepper's disgusting. I don't even remember what Dr. Pepper tastes like because we don't drink sodas. It's not that bad. It's just like cherry cola. Oh, okay. That's kind of spicy. Well, maybe that's why that's the last (laughs) time I had it was when I was like eight. Right. We don't drink soda. But I went ahead and I watched this because I didn't know. I seriously doubt that there's any implications for the show based on using this particular clip other than that they wanted the countdown. But like whatever. So I went ahead and I watched it just to see. So the guests were Jim because I didn't know if maybe it was gonna highlight like in the show they would play some of the music from some of the guests or something like that but the guests were Jermaine Jackson Barry Manilow Ronnie Millsap Night Ranger Scandal with Patti Smythe John Waite and the hosts were Priscilla Barnes who I don't know who that is but they said she was from Three's Company and Adrian Zemed and I don't know who he is except that Tori and I love Grease 2 with Michelle Pfeiffer we, and he is the main guy. We do not love Grease 2. Oh yes we do. <laughs> yes we do. Awful. Cool rider. No. I'm a cool. Yes. Uh, Grease 2 is bad. so it's great bad. Yeah yeah I agree with Michelle that. Pfeiffer, I'm not say it's a good movie. Michelle Pfeiffer climbs a ladder <laughs> and like singing. Uh, it's so stupid. But he was the basically Danny Zuko of that movie he was like the main guy so he was the host of this movie and it was so cheesy the commercials were pretty interesting because the first one was a Star Star Wars themed Dr. Pepper commercial and it was so weird because it was like this guy it was a cowboy and he walks into like he's in a western but he's in the cantina the Star Wars cantina yeah. and he's just walking around and he goes to the, the bartender and he's like give me the unusual and then she just keeps giving him these weird drinks and he's like that said the unusual and she gives him a Dr. Pepper and it's so was Dr. Pepper like not popular in the 80s I think Dr. Pepper was huge in the 80s because every commercial as I will tell you in a moment was Dr. Pepper based but it was like he's better But it was weird. I think Pepsi was like 90. It was like Britney Spears and that kind of thing. It was weird because the commercial was so like do, 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 do. And then it was like Dr. Pepper. It was so weird. It was so weird. I highly (laughs) advise you watch it. Then they did an ad, of course, for the Flamingo Kid, which I've never seen this movie, but it had, um, shoot, what's his name? Mm, From The Outsiders. Matt Dillon. He's in it. And then it had another Dr. Pepper commercial with like Godzilla. And he's Godzilla's tearing up the town because he's like, the, the people put up a lemonade stand and he's like, raw lemonade. And he's what? like, and then they have a soda cart and he's like, raw soda. And then he finds a Dr. Pepper and he drinks it. And it's like, Dr. Pepper. It's what? So, it's the, Would that make people actually drink that? I don't know. It's so weird. It was so weird. And not even like endearingly weird. Just like, Strange. what were these marks? Marketing people, they were all jacked up on cocaine in the 80s. It was like, what is what is happening? They did have like a double mint gum commercial, which I totally forgot about, which was really big. Like in the 80s, like when you're a kid and, and maybe in the 90s, they had those commercials for gum, like double your pleasure, double your fun. It was a lot of gum commercials and like well, bubble now, yum. Now there's like a ridiculous amount of like Listerine, um, not, not mouthwash, but like not. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those little like, yeah. But it was just interesting because it was like, if you like the 80s, I mean, it's like 40 minutes. It's a step back in time. They also showed like a car uh, ad for the Mercury Cougar, which is like this very boxy old school looking car. You know, after watching that entire thing. Jesus, the, Ash. The, 
it was, look, it was fun just for those – Dr. Pepper. Oh. I know, let's get some Dr. Pepper. But, like, just from watching that, um, the only thing that I noticed was that if you looked up in the right-hand corner, I think in the trailer they kind of cut it off, but in the actual show you can see it full way in the countdown. There's a Save the Children icon, and I know that that's a famous logo for, I think, maybe Jude's Hospital or a ch- something like that, a children's hospital. But it was very – like prevalent it was predominant in this countdown you could just see it blinking save the children save the children so I had that probably has nothing to do with it but it was interesting but yeah watching the special I thought maybe there was like some key insight and the only key insight is that maybe one of these songs plays maybe the kids love Dr. Pepper in season three <laughs> Dr. Pepper that would be funny I feel like Dustin would be like all about Dr. Pepper so yeah you don't need to watch that but if you want to it's ABC 1984 Dick Clark's New Year's Eve. And it's not 1985 because that's the countdown for 86. So you want to find 1984. Yeah. Okay, so back to the trailer itself. The first clue that we get is when blue and yellow meet in the West, which if you guys listen to our podcast, which you're doing right now, you probably know that we also referenced this because it was in the book. World's Turned Upside Down. It said on page 22, the week is long. On page 62, it said the silver cat feeds. On page 79, it says when blue and yellow meet. And on page 80, it said in the West. And on page 172, it said a trip to China would be nice. So... Yeah, like, so throughout the book, there was, like, this, a Reddit user found that there was, like, these hidden messages and compiled it all, and it showed up in the trailer, so it definitely means something. So there's a lot of people kind of conspiracy, conspiracy, doing conspiracy theories on what this means, so. Conspiring. No. Guys, we're smart. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) We know how to read. So here's some popular theories. Obviously, Mike wears blue when they meet in the rain, and Elle is wearing her bright yellow Benny's Burger shirt, and then, of course, in the poster 11 is wearing all kind of lavendery blue and Mike is wearing a bright yellow shirt and again we told you that the creator said that that was just something they like to play with so maybe that's it maybe it's not also in the first teaser trailer for Scoops Ahoy the Starcourt Mall a Reddit user noticed that the clock if you zoom in really closely has two hands and one is yellow and one is blue so that could be at a certain time something's gonna go down at the mall so it was yeah and it was who knows but I feel like that kind of makes more sense because in the trailer was zoomed in on the clock and I was like why are they zooming in on a clock there's also a theory that in the cold war Russia was considered the east and the U.S. was considered the west so we know from yeah so we know from season one that Eleven was trained basically by Dr. Brenner because they wanted her to be a spy for the Americans to probably take down the Russians because that was huge in the cold war if you guys watch the Americans side note it's so good and the finale was amazing nobody but you watches the Americans look (laughs) Carrie Russell is my favorite she's amazing she's such a badass but that show is so good but it's all it's in the 1980s I think you guys would like it it is not PG-13 so ask your parents no I'm just kidding (laughs) another theory is that it could also be meeting in the west could be meeting in California because we know just from it's just out there in the public that Millie shot some scenes in California in Stranger Things costumes so oh weird oh and one of the screenshots was like Millie you've all seen it she's like in the ocean and she's like screaming poor Millie poor Eleven but there's a little kid running up to her in like a baseball outfit and a yellow hat and it's like 
the bad news bears. Remember that eighties movie where there's the there's like the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. They wore like little. It looked just like a bad news bears thing. So I don't think that'll be the bad news bears. But I was like, it's another thing where the Duffer Brothers kind of do a tip of the hat to the eighties. Right. And again, nobody knows what that is, but that's one of the main things. And then another thing I found was in ancient Egypt, the West was considered to be the portal to the netherworld, and is the cardinal direction connected to death. Though it doesn't always have a negative connotation. So. It could mean a Mike's lot. Mike's dying this season, guys. I don't think they'll kill anyone this season. Did they kill anyone last season? No, they didn't, did they? Maybe they will kill someone this season. A lot of people theorize that Dustin was going to die just because he hasn't been in a lot of the paparazzi picks. But again, I think Tori and I mentioned this the last episode. We don't think that's the case because Priya wasn't in them. Billy wasn't in them. Or Erica and Billy weren't in them. There's only been a couple with Joyce. I think the Duffers are too smart to kill off a main character. I yeah. think that they know that like, even though it might be good for the story, whatever they're trying to tell, that the backlash would be too... Too bad. In all honesty, I think if they're going to kill off a character, it's going to happen in their final season, and it's going to be as a way to kind of celebrate that character, like Dustin saves everybody or something, kind of like how he did in season two. Spoiler. Yeah, I don't think that they'll do it now because... It's depressing. You don't want to leave people with a feeling of like, oh, that was sad. You want them to be like, oh, that was great. And Finn's been making a lot of cryptic posts all over Instagram that people have been resharing that it's just going to be, you you don't even understand how extreme and how good this season's going to be. So I'm like, I'm super excited for that. But I mean, when Blue- If they have another episode seven, it's over. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I will- will Well, they're not doing nine episodes. They're doing seven. Or they're doing eight, so- Mm -hmm. That episode was, ugh, I'm sorry guys, I will never like it. So the next thing that we see highlighted is Lynx Corp. And I think that the reason that they're doing this is because, you know, at the end of season two, Hawkins was shut down. So I don't know if we're going to see Hawkins again in any way, shape or form, or if maybe someone from Hawkins went and started Lynx Corp, or maybe they'll do something with Lynx, Lynx Corp all the way at the end and then you'll realize Dr. Brenner is behind it. But it said Lynx Corp and it said the Silver Cat Feeds. Now, a lot of people are saying that the Lynx is a cat found in Russia. And also in the trailer, it was noted by a Russian watcher that the word 11 appears in Russian in the trailer, in the code, which we wouldn't have seen because we don't speak Russian. A lot of people think that Muse is going to be somehow transformed by Dart because I don't think so, though, because Muse was pretty dead (laughs) like he was he was pretty dead and didn't like I think that Dustin buried him so I don't think that that's an accurate theory but why not bring it up like who knows do you have any do you have any I just think Lynx is going to be the new Hawkins yeah I think they're going to come somehow be computer based because that's when computers like the ARPANET was developed by the government guys that's like the internet it was called the ARPANET before that I only know that because I took a class on it not because (laughs) I was actively paying attention to that right But yeah, so I don't know. They're going to be doing something. I think this year is going to be, I think it's going to have something to do with the Russians, like quite obviously, because I think we said that when we saw the Scoops Ahoy trailer, there was the book, uh, The Hunt for Red October, which was about Russians. I mean, it's taking place in the Cold War, so it makes sense. So it's interesting. And also, I don't know if this has anything to do with Stranger Things, but we did see tanks. Like there was a lot of like tanks around. And I don't know what a 1980s tank looks like versus a 2019 tank. So that could be anything because there's so shooting here all the times but it, any tank experts um hit us up on our instagram yeah i mean we have seen some behind the scenes photos but i i don't want to give any credence to them because i don't know actually what's happening in them and I also haven't seen any behind the scenes photos because i refuse to look at them well i have to because it shows up yeah. on our feed like every person reposts them and i i hate it because it's like why are you doing this because they're like don't follow those accounts and it's like you can't not see it because yeah. it's posted like it's seven million times everybody reposted or posted on their story yeah so it's hard to see but so we are aware of those pictures for all of you that are gonna dm 
me. Um, I got a lot of questions that said, hey, can you guys talk about these photos? No. And the answer is no. And the reason is because we don't like spoilers. Granted, we've seen some of these things, so we're kind of aware that that's happening. But a lot of you are just like, want to watch the show. Let's just feel the energy. Let's watch the show and be excited. Let's not be like, well, we know how it's going to open and we know how it's going to end. I mean, we all theorize, but let's, you know, we just want to be surprised. We want to, they work hard on it. And we've heard that this is going to be one of the best seasons and that's why it's taking so long to come out because the, the Duffers really want to get it right. So, I mean, let's get excited for that. The last thing is July 4th. What is the significance of July 4th? Independence Day. God bless America. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good call. That's a good call because if it's about the Russians versus the Americans, then yeah. that's, there is no more patriotic right. holiday <laughs> than the July 4th. Right. Also, one of you said that uh, Back to the Future came out on July 4th. I looked it up and yeah, it said, it, it said July 3rd. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it's clo- close enough. Like, yeah. it came out for the July 4th weekend. We can concede to that. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what the thing is. It's kind of interesting that it's coming out on July 4th here. Like, Netflix is releasing it then because that's pretty, like, a predominantly heavy family holiday. Like, people have barbecues and people do fireworks. And it's like, now it's like, no. It's be midnight. We can't do any of that stuff. It's going to be midnight, right? At midnight. I don't know. They didn't say that. But I bet that's a good guess because. That's what it was, like, every year. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a good guess. Oh, wait, isn't it like 3 a.m. because, or 9 p.m.? I don't remember. We're on the East Coast, so we'll get to watch it first. Yeah. We'll get to watch it three hours before you California <laughs> people. Just kidding. No spoilers. Oh, that's another thing. So let's start. Like, let's, well, it does because we'll get to, like, it's their three-hour time zone difference. So their midnight oh, would be Oh, so di- you could, like, spoil it for them? That'd be funny. <laughs> but well, let's not. That's <laughs> something, that's something that we should start, too. We should start some kind of hashtag that's basically, like, Last season, people watched it and they took every screenshot from every significant moment and posted it within the first two days. Like, we should not do it that. It took me a minute. Oh, wait, weren't we at a convention when it came out? Yeah, I think that we were. And it's hard. Like, and also we... we... Were Spooky Empire when it came out. I remember this because me and Ashley watched the first episode together, mm-hmm. like, in our hotel room. But we, like, couldn't watch it the next day because we were at the convention and everybody was ruining it for us. Well, they were posting screenshots of Mike and Eleven dancing. And it's like, why would you do that? Give it a full week. Just just give it a full week for everybody to catch up and then post those things because then it ruins it because we were logging on and I saw Mike at 11 dancing and I was like no so we'll just do a ban we're gonna do a social media ban not to like look at that yeah and that was it that's all that we got from the from that you know short I think it was like a minute and eight seconds or a minute and seven seconds something like that it was pretty quick and it didn't really give a lot of information it was kind of they're going with the same theme we know there's going to be a mall we know there's going to be a battle we know there's going to be a bad guy we thought maybe it was just going to be the Russians but the poster kind of alludes to it's going to have something to do with the upside down still we know that Steve is going to be beautiful Okay. Um, <laughs> and we know that it comes out on July 4th. We should, I, I really want to have like a viewing party. Guys, should we have some kind of July? Well, I guess we couldn't do a July 4th because everybody's going to want to watch it. I was wondering if we should have some kind of viewing party like July 4th, so set up like the Upside Down Podcast picnic, but like we all watch it or something, or maybe even July 5th so that we don't, don't have to be sitting there at our picnic at midnight. <laughs> we could be, do you think we could run out that? I think that there's, oh, the plaza. I think there's just a lot of people that would donate this to us. I just don't know if we have enough fans to buy tickets and it would make it worth it. Yeah. I could probably ask Randy and Kat and Priya and Karen and... You know, I know a lot of people that would show up. Randy, I don't <laughs> I don't know if he would show up, but we can ask a lot of folks. But maybe we'll do that. Maybe that's, I think it's just more fun to watch these things in a group because it's just, you hear the gasps and the oohs and the ahs and it's just, we can all cheer together. I think at least the first episode. And generally you can do that kind of thing if you're not like collecting a fee. So it would have to be like we're collecting a fee for the podcast and then the viewing would have to actually be free because you can't make money on something that someone else has made. Yeah. Because um, usually they do like, you. the movie's free, but you got to pay for drinks or something like that yeah 
So that's something we'll do. And on our next episode, we're going to be talking about the movie Fletch. Oh, for God, Don, Don. What is this man saying? What is this man doing? What in the hell's the matter with you? What is this man's name? My name is Igor Stravinsky. Hi there, I'm uh, Harry S. Truman. I'm uh, Don Corleone. They call him Fletch. Fletch! Fletch! Fletch, F. Fletch. He's good at defending himself. Better tie your shoelaces. Disguising himself. (laughs) And getting himself into trouble. Well, it be Fletch. Go ahead. Make my day. He's a reporter. There are no tags on these mattresses. Who's about to write the story of a lifetime. Will you kill me? Sure. If he lives. Thanks a lot! There isn't a woman he can't charm. Can I borrow your towel for a sec? My car just hit a water buffalo. A question he won't ask. You and your wife are currently alive, I take it. Drop your shorts and bend over, Mr. Babar. A risk he won't take. Probably feel 100% Moon River. To get to the truth. It looks like you two have a lot to talk over. We'll just catch the last 10 minutes of Dynasty. Universal Pictures presents Chevy Chase. As Fletch. My hero. Welcome to it. So, I don't know if you can tell from the trailer, but basically Fletch is a 1980s movie that stars Chevy Chase. And he was really big in the 80s and the 90s. He was on, and then I guess again, basically he was big in the 80s because he was on his original cast members for Saturday National Night Live. Yeah, and he, he got kicked off SNL, so let's not talk about that. Yeah, he, well, I think he he left, and there was a big problem with it because he was starting to become really famous, uh, and he went on to do a lot of big things like Caddyshack, and you might know him from Community. He's on Community, um, but he's like sixty in that show. But basically, Fletch is about a guy who is a detective, and he goes undercover to solve all these mysteries, but he dresses up. Now, if they're alluding to the fact that David Harbor as Chief Hopper is Hell going yeah. to be dressing up in and it's not like he's just dressing up he's in bizarre costumes it's like that's the whole point of the movie is it's a comedy and that he's like wearing these costumes that he does not look like he's the person he's wearing the costume as but David Harbour has alluded to in a lot of interviews that Fletch is a is a heavy inspiration so everybody watch Fletch unfortunately it's not available on Netflix. any on-demand services without paying but it's pretty cheap I mean it's from the 80s so it's like two dollars so we're gonna watch that and we'll go back to you there is a Fletch too I wouldn't bother with it but you know if you're into it go for it but let's watch Fletch and let's see what we can track down and then we'll do an open question a little bit before the show on our Instagram page and ask you guys what your theories are and what kind of things and clues let's watch it for clues let's see what we can pick up on the show uh, but that's it. And if you, as always, if you guys want to send us an email, it's theupsetonpod at gmail.com. If you want to send us show ideas, if you want to send us audio of experiences or questions, we love when you guys send us audio. We almost always try to use it on the podcast unless it's just too hard to edit or it won't fit in. And that's it. That's all I can think of right now. Thank you so much for supporting us. We're excited for season three. Our episodes are going to still be coming out every two weeks as we try to gather content for you guys. And that's it. Do you want to say anything about anything? You know what I'm going to say. No, don't say that. I'm, talk- <laughs> I'm talking about like anything about the show or anything you've heard or any news. No? Okay, guys. Well, thank you and stay strange. 
Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Sisters Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every other Monday, so be sure to subscribe. If you love the podcast, be sure to review us on whatever you listen to us on. Thanks again. Stay strange. Hi, peeps. It's Kelby here, and Stranger Things 3 is coming out, and I'm going to love it, and I will also love Dora, and I also like Eleven because I have the dress, I have all of the toys. I'm scared. <laughs>